This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, August 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. DPR to raise fees. Southwest gets wet. Cal OSHA issues warnings. And rural teens, we need broadband. DPR to raise registration fees. The Department of Pesticide Regulation, the DPR, is moving forward on an emergency regulation to raise registration fees. DPR is making the case for an emergency because its expenditures have exceeded fee revenues, leading to a deficit of more than $7 million. The annual renewal fee will increase from $1,150 to $1,525. The department plans to file the regulation with the Office of Administrative Law on August 24th, which will open a five-day public comment window. The regulation will take effect on September 1. In a March workshop on the proposal, agricultural stakeholders worried the regulation would increase the cost of production and make California less competitive in the global marketplace. Monsoon rains bring abundant moisture to the southwest. Despite the record drought throughout the West, monsoonal storms have delivered much-needed precip to the southwestern U.S. That, according to the USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service, and a weekly water and climate update. The National Weather Service expects the rains to continue through mid-month. The monsoon season has already been the wettest in years for parts of Arizona and Colorado, leading to fatal flash floods in some areas. The Weather Service has issued more flash flood and severe storm warnings over the next few days across the southwest. Cal OSHA warns of unhealthy air and heat illness for workers. California's Workplace Safety Agency is reminding employers they are required to protect outdoor workers from wildfire smoke. Employers must monitor the air quality index, train workers on the healthy effects of smoke exposure, and provide N95 respirators for voluntary use. Harmful air quality from wildfire smoke can occur anywhere in the state on short notice, warns Cal OSHA. As triple-digit heat afflicts California and much of the Pacific Northwest, the agency is also warning of heat illness for outdoor workers. Employers must provide water, rest, shade, and training. Ag scientists, more data needed for climate-smart efforts. Three leading ag science societies say USDA needs to expand its efforts to collect and disseminate data as it seeks to advance climate-smart agriculture. And what they described as a position statement, the American Society of Agronomy, Crop Science Society of America, and Soil Science Society of America, noted USDA's Agriculture Research Service is investing in data infrastructure capable of housing publications and data sets from both its own researchers and those who have received USDA funding. But the group say ARS needs to turn that into a universal ag data repository that would include research on ecosystem services monitoring and historic data sets, including those from conservation districts, as well as academic research conducted outside USDA. The statement includes broad recommendations for addressing climate change. U.S. Department of Agriculture still seeking input on climate plans. The Biden administration still has a way to go before finalizing its strategy for using agriculture to address climate change. 
Bill Hohenstein, director of the USDA's Office of Energy and Environmental Policy, said at the Soil Health Institute's virtual annual uh, meeting yesterday that the department continues gathering input and reviewing comments on how it should respond to President Joe Biden's climate change executive order. The department released a 90-day progress report in May that said the department's approach would be, quote, multi-pronged and centered on voluntary incentives that benefit producers and landowners. We don't have all the answers, Hohenstein said. Stay tuned and pay attention because we're going to continue to solicit input. We definitely want to hear from the technical community and the scientific community. By the way... The National Cattlemen's Beef Association announced a goal yesterday to make beef cattle production climate neutral by 2040. Poll. 69% of teens report reliable Internet. Members of the U.S. House may want to take note of this. Most teenagers believe unreliable access to high-speed Internet and a lack of digital skills driving economic and social inequities in their communities. That's according to a Harris poll sponsored by the National 4-H Council and a coalition including Landa Lakes, Microsoft, and Verizon. Some 79% of rural teens, 74% of teenagers overall, believe the government has an important role to play in providing universal broadband access. About 63% believe people in their communities would make more money if they had reliable broadband. Some 69% of American teens, but only 59% of black youth, say they have reliable Internet service. Why it could matter? Well, the bipartisan infrastructure bill that the Senate passed this week includes $65 billion for broadband. The bill's future in the House isn't clear. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has said the House won't act on that bill until the Senate passes the larger $3.5 trillion reconciliation package. Senate Ag R's demand hearings. Republicans on the Senate Ag Committee are demanding Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow hold hearings on how to spend the $135 billion in ag and child nutrition funding Democrats plan to include in that $3.5 trillion bill. We believe these hearings should be broad-based and include producers and rural community leaders from across the country, similar to what our committee has done in the past as we draft farm bills. The spending of $135 billion of the taxpayers' money should be informed by those we represent and not solely by interest groups with Washington offices and lobbyists, the GOP senator said in a letter to Chairwoman Stabenow. But keep in mind, Stabenow did say this week that Democrats won't be consulting GOP committee members on the funding since Republicans won't support that larger bill. Here's today's He Said It. While it will undoubtedly be challenging for restaurants to enforce vaccine mandates for the public, we also cannot afford to go back to the days of shutdowns or operating with severely restricted capabilities. That Jot Condi, president of the California Restaurant Association, on a Los Angeles County proposal to require proof of COVID-19 vaccination to enter indoor public spaces. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, August 13th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Alley.